The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and I am feeling pretty fabulous today. I'm on with uh, everybody's favorite, Paul Michael Boland. G'day, Paul. Welcome to the show. Say hello to you too. So we've been having, uh, I know we were having a bit of a conversation beforehand, uh, before we got on air, but I do want to jump to, um, so Chip Gaines... For anyone that knows the show Fixer Upper, he has a show with his wife, and he is being sued, and so is HGTV. Now, the reason HGTV is being sued is he used their name because he had this show to go and do these Fixer Up projects and charge people a fortune, and he, and he screwed them up, and he screwed his business partners out of a bunch of money, so they're all going after HGTV. I'm not sure if I love that or hate that. Well, I... I don't know if that's the HGTV's fault. I mean, if he was simply an employee, if he was uh, a spokesman for them, then I can see that. But he was just a, a personality on a TV show, and he used their name to benefit illegally, it sounds like. Well, apparently it was quite legally, and he told them, the business partners, that they'd get a cut that they didn't get from the the show that he's on with HGTV, which is what got HGTV included in the lawsuit. Yeah, I mean, but if HGTV didn't sign off on that in the first place, I mean, you can sue anybody for anything. Whether or not you win is a whole other ball of wax. I I don't think, I'm I'm glad that they're... um, I'm, I'm glad that it's getting the, them the attention because it really does sound like he ripped them off. But I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't think HGTV is responsible. You can't sue a station based on a television personality. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm really pissed off that Mama June has her own show now because I feel she completely did the wrong thing and got Here Comes Honey Boo Boo canceled because she was hanging out with pedophiles. So they gave her a show. You know, uh, in fact, the pedophile that raped her oldest daughter she put her youngest daughter with so i i, I don't know that that but woman's an even then have a you know show. it isn't uh you know the title of the show isn't you know fun with pedos you know it's you know mama june uh i i would have said fat cow that had gastric bypass and likes to let her children get molested but you know everyone has their own well, their own yeah. names for no, a show i guess very little truth in advertising these days so, you know. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm not a fan of that show. Um, but, did you hear about but, what happened? You mean there are underhanded people involved with reality television? Oh my, my God, God, I'm shocked. The guest. 
Oh my what God! People in the film industry could be backhanded evil vipers. Oh my, my God! You know, it just just shatters. Shatters my, my view shatters. of the world. <laughs> shatters the view of Hollywood, I know. Did you hear about the uh, Instagram fail? This is a great uh, Instagram fail. No, I don't really do the Instagram thing. Okay, well, Instagram, you know, is the, is the social network where you put up all the photos. By the way, if you guys want to look fabulous on Instagram, I did a bunch of photos. I went over to um, Adrian Alcantar Hair Salon in Palm Springs, and Richie does my hair for all my red carpets. I look freaking fabulous. So if you guys want to get gorgeous for Instagram before we go into the Instagram horror stories, that's a good place to go. Although the most popular photo I had on Instagram was some earrings I got um, from Emerson and Farrar. I found this amazing place to get jewelry. They're actually doing an event in Palm Springs today where you can kind of take in your gold, take in your silver, take in whatever you're not using and get cash for it. Rather than getting cash, take your stuff in and get yourself, buy some new stuff. That's, that's me. I always want to take in what I have, trade it for new stuff, then take your photos for Instagram. But if you guys do want to do that, they're at 125 South Palm Canyon Drive or give them a call on 760-832-7246. I don't know if they have a Facebook. So if you guys can tell me if they have a Facebook, I'd appreciate that. Write in and let me know if they have a Facebook. But if you need to change uh, out some of your jewelry and you want to look fabulous for your Instagram photos or red carpets, that's where to go. So jumping back, that was my segue into uh, looking good on Instagram. Instagram put together this festival. It's a luxury event built on Instagram models. What could possibly go wrong, right? Yeah. I, now, this was officially sponsored by Instagram? Yes. Tickets were valued in excess of $104,000. Yep. And so the whole thing's in shambles. There are rich kids stranded in Miami and the Bahamas on their way to this big festival. And the uh, organizers announced at like 8 a.m. this morning that it's been postponed. Uh, okay, but these kids can can afford a $140,000 ticket? I'm sure they can't. Their, their parents can. Right. I mean, so. these aren't exactly... You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's those kids you see, you know, those awful kids you see on Instagram um, that, that put their Rolexes on there and all of that just to show off. Yeah, of yeah course. it's those ones. And then they'll get the, you know, poor kids around the area and draw a Rolex on them with like a marker. It's it's really stupid. Some of the things these rich kids do, it's kind of turned into a phenomenon. Rich kids on Instagram. Don't ask me why this is a phenomenon. Personally, uh, I find you know, thing. it's people showing up and then people, you know, then wanting to be the people who are showing off. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, we had a there was a show in the eighties called "Lifestyles of Rich and Famous" that everybody freaking watched for this exact I, same I reason. Get the, I get the showing <clears throat> off. Like I said, if I want to show <clears throat> off, I'm going to Emerson and Farrar and getting, <clears throat> you know, a really nice piece of jewelry. But I know I'm going to get a good deal because let's face it, I'm a producer and I'm cheap. <laughs> I'm cheap. Like I'm I'm going Fair somewhere enough. I can get something nice um, that isn't going to cost me an arm and a leg. And I see these kids with private jets and all of this stuff, and all I'm thinking is, wow, you are raising a really shitty human being. 
That's all I can think. Really shitty human beings are raised every freaking day. I know. (sighs) I know. I just, I, I want, I want the world to be better. I do. I do. I really, really do. Um, one thing we're supposed to talk about, and I've had everyone writing in, you've heard about the big grumble everyone's having with the First Lady not being involved, right? Yeah. Now, I'm not sure why. I, I understand First Ladies have always been kind of style icons and just very, very public, except for Pat Nixon. She wasn't very far forward. But everyone's getting kind of grumpy that um, Melania Trump isn't taking the first lady duties, but Ivana, uh, Ivanka is. Not Ivana, she was the last wife, sorry. Oh, no, two right. from the last. Um, Ivanka is, is kind of taking on these first lady duties. And all of these other first ladies have been very, very active. Um, from what I've heard, Melania Trump's a really nice lady. So I, I don't know. I'm just surprised that there's been so much backlash over that. I mean, At we have problems. Point, I'm in not, because there's <laughs> such a microscope, you know, which isn't, well, isn't necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> like, it's, it's the presidency. There's always going to be a microscope. I'm just surprised that with all of, you know, he's made decisions I agree with, decisions I haven't, with all of the things going on in the world, this is the argument. This is what everyone's worried about. I'm debating whether or not to go to the Pyongyang Film Festival uh, Alexis does not want me to go. She thinks I'm going to get us both put into an internment camp because I'm going to say something to insult, um, what's his name, Kim, Kim, the Kim Young fat, fat guy, uh, Kim Young un <laughs> I'm kidding. I just started calling him Kim Young fat His yeah, people Kim are starving. Jong-il. Kim Jong-il, yeah, I believe. Yeah, well, Kim Jong fat whatever. He's, he's the size of a house and his people are starving. I mean, he is a small hippopotamus and his nation is starving. So Alexis is afraid I'll say something like that. Is that, is that, in, is that in North Korea? Yeah, it is. Pyongyang is the capital of North Korea. So we're debating uh. whether or not to go to the film festival. And for some reason, Paul, Alexis doesn't feel I can control my mouth. I'm going to have to set up Alexis on this one. Uh, really? <laughs> I just, uh, is that really something that needs to happen right now, especially with all the stuff that's going on and things like that? It's like, uh, 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 it, don't, don't we have a Korea town here? Can't we do that here? No, we can't. So Pyongyang's done a film festival every single year, and apparently um, Kim Jong-un is trying to open it up to filmmakers from around the world to show them how wonderful North Korea is and how we're all wrong about it. It's being supported by Dennis Rodman, so there's an endorsement of brilliance. Um, okay. yeah, nice. <laughs> I, I met Dennis Rodman years and years and years ago uh, before he met Madonna's publicist and got all weird. Uh, yeah. But nice dude, you know. We literally argued about who should be cast in uh, an X-Men that was supposedly this was back in the 90s before Hugh Jackman even came into you know but so we just argued about uh, superheroes over a couple of years I'm not saying he's not a nice bloke and I'm I, I know he got pretty oh, weird yeah really weird um, for him after he dated after he dated Madonna and then apparently really took her publicist uh, advice advice and, to heart yeah yeah and then married himself and then did the, like, ooh, huh? 
And again, okay. this is the guy speaking out on behalf of North Korea. So I don't think um, the the uh, little fat Napoleon man right, is right. choosing his allies very, very well. I think it's things like that why Alexis is concerned about us going to the North Korean Film Festival. Yeah, didn't he just like threaten to nuke Japan? Uh, it was China. Uh, no, it was Japan. Then he threatened uh -huh. America. Um, okay. He's threatening everyone these days. I think he's having his little peony complex. Is uh, He's taking it way too far. Right, and we've never really helped that because apparently we run war games off the South Korean Peninsula like once a year just to like, you know, thumb our noses at the guy. I'm kind of glad we do. Just, just hear me Why don't out. We just send him a box of Twinkies for crying out loud. You know, well, think he, of, he, I, that might get us. Apparently, Swiss with cheese. Honey, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's apparently Swiss cheese he likes. Um, mm. But think about think about it from a Hollywood perspective. The most dangerous thing is anyone turning into you know D Justin Bieber. If you buy your own hype and you believe what your publicist says about you, you turn into an asshole. Well, if we didn't run our war games, he might actually start believing his own hype and think that he is, you know, a tough enough chihuahua to take on big dogs. Yeah, and they're pretty, so, he's got to be pretty cheesed off in America right now because Trump basically convinced uh, China to stop buying their coal, which is like one of their number one in, import, uh, exports. Uh, yeah. And they're gonna, China's going to start buying it from us. It's it's interesting. Unfortunately, that comes with a uh, hefty financial penalty to the American people. But from a personal perspective, I'm happy to pay what that's going to cost just because I, I don't like the situation in North Korea. I think somebody just needs to go in and assassinate him. And again, this is probably why we shouldn't be going to the film festival in North Korea. Uh, <laughs> you just said that, and then you're going to go there. No. <laughs> Not the best Skype idea. In. <laughs> Skype into the film. <laughs> Great. Then they're going to put the computer in one of the death camps, for God's sake. I mean, better prison. Better than you. <laughs> it's better than me. That's true. I just, there's so much I have to say to him. And you're right. Maybe I shouldn't go to the film festival. You don't know. Um, <laughs> Uh, and I, and I, think, I think our listeners will back this up. Let her know on Twitter that this is not a good idea. <laughs> All right, guys. Tell me if you think I should go to the North Korean Film Festival or not. We are going to go on a break. When we come back, we are going to have the fabulous Dr. Russell talking about all things skinny. And today we are going to have on Kristen Rowan from the Palm Springs Comic Con, uh, from the uh, Phoenix Comic Con. I go every year. It's absolutely fantastic. So make sure to tune in and discover your inner geek while we talk about the Phoenix Comic-Con. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with Paul Michael Boland. We'll be right back after this. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you finding your frequency? 
It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you a pet parent? If so, you'll want to stay up to date on the latest tech gadgets and advances for your canine or feline friend. With a ton of apps, websites, tech toys, and more, you'll want to be in the know when it comes to the real treasures and the duds. For that information, listen for Pet Lover Geek with host Lorian Clemens. We test and discuss what's hot and what's not on the pet front, so you'll be better informed. Tune in Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are, of course, on with the amazing Paul Michael Bolin, talking about all things fabulous, and I'd love to welcome to the show your favorite doctor and mine, Dr. Russ. Welcome to the show. Hello, Summer. Hello, Alexis, Paul. Hello, listeners. How are you doing today? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm uh, anxious to uh, get the questions today and uh, hopefully... Uh, steer people in the right direction. Uh, it's a daunting challenge uh, uh, trying to lose weight and keep it off to stay healthy. So uh, that's why I'm here to try to give uh, the best uh, advice possible. Well, you always do give good advice, so I'm going to jump straight into the questions. Our first question is from Cynthia in Boulder, mm. Colorado. Um, And in case any of these are bad, I'm letting you know, Alexis picked the questions this week. So if the listeners don't like it, send her hate mail. Okay. Oh, actually, these are good questions. So she picked the questions. Um, Okay. How often should I weigh myself from Cynthia in Boulder, Colorado? Well, uh, it may uh, be presumptuous, but I think she's uh, looking or asking these questions in the context of wanting to lose weight. And... uh, for those folks, uh, generally uh, once a week uh, is a good frequency. Uh, I, I say that, and it's based on the fact that a safe rate of weight loss is about five pounds per month. Um, if you uh, weigh yourself once a week, that's going to capture that weight loss or weight gain, and. Uh, if you uh, are losing weight faster than that, uh, it can be detrimental to your health. 
such things as gallstones, hardening of the arteries, uh, are a few of these things. So five pounds uh, per month is a safe rate, and to capture that, uh, weighing, weighing once a week is, is about the right uh, frequency. Okay. So you weigh yourself once a week, not more than that. The next question we have is from Tim in Houston, Texas. We've been getting a lot of Texas questions lately. How many calories should I eat in a day? Well, I I would say to your uh, listener, Tim, that uh, calorie counting is uh, a bit passe uh, based on current knowledge of nutrition and uh, the science of weight loss or bariatrics. Generally speaking, uh, you've got three food groups, fats, proteins, and carbs. And eating fats and proteins, uh, while they do have calories, they, they don't really contribute to weight gain in, in the way that carbohydrates, uh, especially simple carbohydrates or starchy foods do. Um, we say if it's a carb and it's white, then it ain't right. <laughs> Uh, things like, uh, you know, the starchy foods, dairy products, sugar, uh, the, the, those are the real killers as far as uh, uh, trying to uh, trying to uh, keep your weight under control or to lose weight. So uh, don't worry so much about the calories, uh, but about the quality of food, um, and uh, you'll, you'll be uh, headed in the right direction. I like that one. So the only white stuff you should be eating, it sounds like, is cauliflower. Um, can I lose weight uh-huh. by wearing jeans That's that are too one. tight? Jessica in Long Beach, California. I think Jessica's jeans are too tight to be asking this question, but, you know, <laughs> just saying. Or her hat, hat is too tight. Because, well, the hat uh, is too tight, yeah. All I'm thinking when I when I th- see jeans too tight, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm thinking yeast infection, <laughs> UTI, like I'm like that. There, I can think of all the problems with this. How would it help you lose weight? Well, only uh, uh, if uh, by looking in the mirror you, you make yourself uh, eat less because it makes you uh, sick to your stomach. I think um, if, if I was putting on jeans that were too tight, I'd feel so guilty and hard, bad about myself. I'd go eat an entire pie. So, uh, you know, psychologically, I suppose that that's, uh, that is a one way. But uh, if you're talking about wearing jeans that are too tight uh, to, uh, to contain the fat, think about the, uh, the toy balloon model where if you squeeze in one area, it's going to, you know, bulge out in another. That It's just not, uh, things top. don't work that way. Um, I'd suggest a more orthodox uh, approach such as, uh, healthful eating, uh, exercise, uh, and we do have our uh, uh, new uh, spray, uh, Garcinia Cambodica, which is due to be out anytime soon. That might be of a, a, a help to uh, Jessica. So, Jessica, what I'm hearing is you need to try Dr. Ross's new spray as soon as it comes out um, and get some jeans that fit. Ditch the muffin top, lose some weight. I know I have uh, I have one of your sprays. It doesn't taste bad at all. I expected it to be. I was a little terrified, but it actually tastes pretty good. Well, I, I I'm glad to hear that. I, I'd also uh, like to name uh, Jessica as the best uh, <coughs> question of the day, so that she can uh, 
uh, obtain a copy of the book. Okay. There, there are lots then, of good uh, good ways for uh, <coughs> to lose weight. Excuse me. Uh, so, explained in the book, and I think she she'd benefit from it. I think she'd benefit the most. Okay, Jessica, um, courtesy of Dr. Ross, we are going to be sending you a copy of the Palm Springs Diet. Um, so ditch the tight jeans, lose the muffin top, and you can do it two ways. One, by wearing jeans that fit, and number two, by using your copy of the Palm Springs Diet. For anyone out there that wants their own copy of the Palm Springs Diet, you can go to kennethrussmd.com, get a copy of the Palm Springs Diet, go to authorhouse.com, get a copy of the Palm Springs Diet, go to amazon.com, get a copy of the Palm Springs Diet, get your copy of the Palm Springs Diet, slim down, Feel good about yourself and get all sexy for the upcoming Phoenix Comic Con. Go dressed as Harlequin or something. Dr. Russ, thank you so much. I'm not saying that Jessica is like the uh, choice of uh, uh, today because of anything having to, uh, in any way, disparaging her question. But there is a shortage of information out there about uh, proper nutrition and... uh, so we're, we're trying to uh, educate. That. Yeah. And I think that's a wonderful thing. And I know we've had a lot of happy listeners that have gone out and gotten your book. And we've had even happier listeners that have gotten a copy of your book by writing into the show. Dr. Russ, thank you so much for being on with us today. You're welcome, Summer. Goodbye. Guys. Oops, sorry. Guys, tune in. Get a copy of Your Palm Springs Diet. Get skinny, get happy, get healthy. Um, I I do have to give a shout out and say, Jessica, I know I'm teasing you, um, but seriously, too tight jeans. I'm I'm just seeing uh, yeast infections in your future. So I I probably wouldn't do that. And I love that Dr. Russ uh, picked that question. What do you think, Paul? I think things should be allowed to air out. So, you know, probably (laughs) tight jeans is not the best. Yeah, I, I don't think holding everything there is necessarily the best idea. Plus, it leads to camel toe. <laughs> or moose uh, knuckle if you're a dude. Or moose knuckle if you're a dude. Yeah, I did not know what moose knuckle was um, and, until I saw that uh, on, on a guy wearing way, way, way too tight a tight pants. And then it made complete sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this is, this is our world. There, there are worse things people can wear, though. I do think, um, I do think it's interesting, really interesting, when you look at uh, the different myths about weight loss. You know, wearing tight things. I had a friend of mine that was trying to wear a corset because she thought it would make her eat less. Uh, an argument can be made. It tightens everything up so that you can't really digest anything. Was that just recently where a girl had, she, she basically made herself sick because she tied herself into a corset and then she had a sandwich. I've done that when I was muddling. Yeah, that's, that's not a fun one. I wish we'd have kept Dr. Russ on for this one because now I want to know, um, how the hell did anyone digest anything in Victorian England? Uh, I don't think it was a big deal back then. How? <laughs> I know yeah, we've been we've been this crazy for a long time, so I think that's really what we should, you know, take away from it. Yeah, the more Human things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, well, it did. If you look at uh, pictures of women from Victorian England, 
the intestines got pushed down, organs got pushed up. It kind of just cleared out that center section. And again, all I'm hearing is like constipation and nausea. Nothing good could come of this. No, it does not do. All right, guys, we are going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to be on with Kristen Rowan talking about the Phoenix Comic Con. So join us and discover your inner geek. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with Paul Michael Bowl, and we will be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Do you long to have a better love life? Relationships can be hard, but throw sexual problems into the mix, and it's almost impossible to keep that close connection you want to have. Colette Milan, sex and relationship therapist, has been there. She will give you sound advice to turn your libido back on and bring the love back into your lovemaking. Tune in to Making Love with Colette Milan every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. And we are discovering our inner geek today, and you can discover yours at the Phoenix Comic Con. I'd like to welcome to the show, Kristen Rowan. Kristen, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I am fabulous. We are on with my wonderful co-host, Paul Michael Bolin, and we always go into everything Hollywood, but I'm really excited about Phoenix Comic Con. I go out... I'm excited uh, to be here. (laughs) I go out and see you guys every uh, for the. I've been going out and speaking and seeing you guys for the last few years, and it's just getting bigger and better every year. It is, and we're so excited about this year. It's just going to be, I think, bigger and better than you've seen it so far. 
That, that can be said for every year. It's amazing <laughs> what you guys have done. I went, Absolutely. I went last year. And you had, uh, you had giant Voltron there. I know Voltron <laughs> giants are uh, Transformers. There, there are Voltron toys from the '80s. There are celebrities. There are comic books. There are people in dress up. There are movies. I mean, you guys have so much going on. I think you have a thousand hours of activities and events just going on there. Yeah, absolutely. A thousand hours over four days, and we've we've expanded some things. So it's actually, I think, going to be more than a thousand hours now. Um, but there's something going on every minute of the day for four days. It's just a it's a big weekend long party, and it's fabulous. I love it. You guys had a steampunk party one year, which I thought was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. Yeah, we we do a themed party every year. We try to to hit all of the different fandoms. Obviously, steampunk is something that has become very popular in the last few years. So we try to do a different theme every year. Um, This year's theme is along the lines of the DC comic books. Uh, This year's party is The Dork Knight Rises. I think I just fell in love. (laughs) Paul's laughing. I think I just fell in love. The Dork Knight Rises. I like that. Now the is dark night rises, the yeah. The dark night rises. I bet you, I bet you you're going to get a lot of Harleys there after Suicide Squad. Oh, yes. That's one of the most popular cosplays that we started seeing last year after the movie. Um, but it's, she's still pretty popular, so I'm sure there will be plenty of them. I'm hoping for some Wonder Womans because that movie comes out in June. I am so excited about that, but I, I, I'm really, really excited that. But right now, I'm kind of, I'm kind of pimping Guardians Two because you know that's that's a Paramount gig. So absolutely, I, I you know, Guardians <laughs> Two. Um, they just recently announced, and I haven't seen the character yet. I'm so excited to find out who it is. Michael Rosenbaum will is in Guardians of the Galaxy Two, mm-hmm. and he will be at Phoenix Comic Con this year. He played Lex Luthor in Smallville, and is one of my favorite Lex. Luther characters ever. I think he was one and, of the best ever. Oh yeah, absolutely top top billing for Lex Luthor, and he's he's just amazing. And he'll be so he'll be on site at Phoenix Comic Con, and they announced that he's going to be in Guardians Two just a couple of weeks ago. Although it's a big secret who he is. It's a big secret who a lot of people are. This one's kind of been very very hush <laughs> hush. Um, but you've got, I mean, you've got Alan Tudyk coming. He was in Star Wars Rogue One. He was in mm-hmm. Firefly, which I love. I have to admit, I'm a, I'm a brown coat. Um, <laughs> you've got Joan Cusack, who's one of my favorite people. She was in Adam's Family Values, uh, she, a series of unfortunate events. But I loved her in Adam's Family Values. She was great in that movie. Of course, I grew up watching her in the 80s Brat Pack movies. Oh, um, yes. Always, always the supporting character that just made things so amazing. Um, loved her in 16 Candles. Um, and, and she did do a series of unfortunate events. She's also recently appeared in Shameless, which she plays a very different character, but she's just stellar in that show. Um, definitely iconic actress. Can't wait to meet her. I'm I'm really excited. She's she's someone I've never met, but I've always always wanted to. So you, I I may geek out. Um, you've got Danny Trejo, who it's yeah. Danny Trejo's in everything. It's a so union. I'm not yes. surprised. Pardon, Paul. It's a union thing at this point. I, it's a union I, thing. Yeah, if you don't have Danny Trejo in it, it doesn't count. So you do have Danny Trejo. I love, and I'm saying that, I love Danny Trejo. He's wonderful. I've, I've worked with him, talked to him quite often. He's a really amazing man, but everyone has machete. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> just putting that out there. If you don't have Machete, it's not a real movie. It's not a real thing. It's not a real event. You guys have Danny Trejo's, so... Um, Make it a real event now. (laughs) Yes, it's a real event. You have Danny Trejo. Um, You've got Charlie Cox. You've got, I mean, you've got an amazing group of people. It really is. And Alexis, we just made an announcement yesterday. I'm sorry, I just called you Alexis and that's not your name. She is just talking to my assistant. She's, I'm going to be there. That makes it even better. But apparently you are going to be there. But we just made an announcement yesterday morning and I don't believe, I'm not sure if you're aware of our final media guest for the year, and I'm so excited. This is, you know, my childhood, but it's also my parents' childhood, and it's I'm over the moon. Phoenix Comic Con is so excited to bring out Dick Van Dyke. No way. Nice. Yeah. I was surprised to just work with him, and the guy's amazing. Wait, right. you cut uh, out. I have to know. Who's going to be there? <laughs> cut out. He's just legendary and, and, and has been in so many things. He actually just finished filming. He is going to be in the sequel that they've just finished filming of Mary Poppins, which I just can't wait for. Um, has I a best-selling book. I you got Dick Van Dyke. Yep. Has a best-selling book. He um, has a Lifetime Achievement Award. He's a multiple Emmy winner. I mean, when you talk about just iconic, legendary actors, you know, I... I I would be hard pressed to come up with very many who would compare, and we're just so excited any. that he's agreed. It's his first comic convention ever, and for him. we, he's just, like, we what, couldn't 92? be happier. Is he like ninety-two at this point? He is. Yeah. I I love Dick Van Dyke. He is one of. I, I think I just geeked out a little bit. Um, <laughs> Dick Van Dyke is one of my f- favorite actors, favorite comedians of all time. And I, I you know, he's a you favorite can, of so many people. You can tell he's inspired so many people. Even if you look at Jim Carrey, you can see Dick Van Dyke there. Oh, absolutely! There's a lot of the physical and, comedy, Sorry. and one of the yeah, one of the best at physical comedy that that has ever been. I mean, yes, you know, I mean, obviously his acting is amazing, his dancing is superb, but his physical comedy. I mean, you know, go back to the Dick Van Dyke show and watch the physical comedy and his timing, just his sense of timing is so unparalleled that, you know, of course everybody wants, you know, would you would want, you know, a Dick Van Dyke type of of actor that that kind of caliber in anything and and we got him, and he's, it's just great. I geeked out a little, too. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited. I'm going to say I've never seen a bad performance from Dick Van Dyke, ever. Right. I, I've, see, I've seen him in films that I didn't love, but I've never seen a bad performance from him. Not one, and that's something you can't say about a lot of actors. For you guys out there, if you want to write in and tell me your favorite movie with Dick Van Dyke, Tell me what your favorite movie is, and I will give you a free ride. Whoever is my, whoever chooses the movies that I like, or that you know someone else likes, or whatever we get the most of, I'm going to give a free ride at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California, away. So, write in, get a free ATV ride. Tell me your favorite Dick Van Dyke movie, and prove to me that you are going to Palm Springs Comic Con, and I'll send you a free ATV ride. So send me a copy of your ticket, send me a photo, send me something, and tell me you're going to go see Dick Van Dyke, and I'll give you some free ATV rides. Um, how I, I'm amazed that you got Dick Van Dyke. We were pretty amazed too. I'll tell you, it was, um, it was. We thought it was a long shot. We, I mean, 
I'll tell you, we've got a team here that is just amazing and worked round the clock to make this happen, and we are just so excited. We're so excited that he's going to come, and, you know, I think um, he's only coming for one day, um, and I think it just it really says something about Phoenix Comic Con that this is the first comic convention he's agreed to do. Of course, we hope he'll do more of them and and join the Comic Con circuit. But we're just we're so overly thrilled that we were his. We're going to be his first. His very first. I'm. I, yeah. I've got a whole list of questions that I have in front of me that I want to ask you, but I'm stuck on Dick Van Dyke. So, <laughs> guys, if you want to go see Dick Van Dyke, because that now to me is the most important thing here um go get your information on on tickets go get an autograph get your photo up prices go to phoenixcomiccon.com go to phoenixcomiccon.com and get your chance to see dick van dyke and meet a living legend that's really incredible i want to ask you about the parties and all of this stuff but now all i want to talk about is dick van dyke (laughs) well we can talk about whatever you want but Dick Van Dyke is obviously what we're most excited about now. But no, really, we have so much going on. Obviously, you know, Dick Van Dyke isn't going to be there the whole time, and there's, you know, it's a limited appearance. But we have so much going on over the weekend that it really just is four days of so much fun. And Dick Van Dyke just happens to be one of the premier highlights of the evening, obviously. I think so. What Now, what parties do you have, guys, you guys have going on this year? What's going to be... Um, I know you've got the uh, the uh, Dork Night Rises. I'm excited for that. But you usually have pool yep. parties and different parties. What, yeah. what are the events? We have a couple of things. So the Dork Night Rises is our is our signature party. It's the big Saturday night blowout. One of the reasons we really love this party is because it is actually a fundraiser. Um, all of the proceeds from the Dork Night Rises party, party goes to our signature charity, which is Kids Need to Read. So we really just love that. It's co-hosted by a local nonprofit group here in town, and they help us put it together, and it just allows us to help Kids Need to Read continue doing what they do, which is advancing literacy for disadvantaged children in the Valley. So we're just, we really just love that event. But there's so many other ones, too. Um, we have a poker tournament which is going to be so much fun. Um, I can't say yet, but I think one of our media guests is going to come and play in the poker tournament, so you can actually come and win money from one of our, uh, one of our TV guess. media guests this year. I like that. So uh, you can win money from a celebrity. That's, that's always win, fun. Take money from a celebrity, and I have been assured that he does not know how to play. Excellent. So, so go play poker because somebody get even for me. All I do is give money to celebrities and actors. So someone right. go beat him. Play, <laughs> play poker, take money from the celebrities. It's kind of a great event. You know, it's a, it's it's pretty casual, but it's a Texas Hold'em poker. And then there's an a- auction afterwards. We have some pretty unique prizes that you can um, bid on with your winnings from the poker game. So that's always fun. We have a great event on Friday called Drinks with Authors and Creators. So if you're into writing, if you're into reading, if you're into being a, an artist or a designer, we invite our authors and creators to come and sit down and have, have wine and have a drink and have a conversation with the attendees and, you know, learn from what they've done. Um, it's just kind of a really nice, um, a really light, laid-back atmosphere where you can just have a conversation and pick the brains of your favorite authors about the stories that they've written and where their inspiration came from. 
And three of our authors this year are also teaching writing workshops. So if you want to be an author, if you want to be a writer, if you want to be a creative writer, you can come and learn from the best. Um, we have a couple of I, exciting events that we've added this year, one that I'm um, really excited to talk about, but I won't be participating is uh, we're doing escape rooms. I have a little bit of a claustrophobia issue, so I don't do them, but the escape rooms, they just sound like so much fun. They'll lock you in a room for a half an hour and give you clues, and you've got to figure your way out with a team of about eight or nine people. Uh, see, all, all I'm hearing is trapped. Right. <laughs> um, that's, so that's definitely not going to be for me, but I know they've said that the, that, uh, and this is something I'm going to tell the audience, so figure out how high your IQ is. Um, they're now using the tra- those those rooms as tests to get into certain uh, things like a Mensa and groups for high IQs. The faster you can get out, the higher your IQ. Right. Yeah. So we've got two great ones themed this this year that that uh, that we're doing. We have a couple of events for the more risque crowd. We have a burlesque show called Ooh, I Talk go. Nerdy to Me. Um, so that one's always fun. That's a that's a, a staple over the last few years at Comic Con and is just very well received. It's one of our more popular events. Um, that is an eighteen and over show um, because it's a little it's a little edgier than some of the other programs that we have, but it's just a great time. It's so entertaining. Well, I've I've always found Comic Con. You've got stuff for adults. You've got stuff for kids. And for those that want to get in the industry, I know that's what we talk about in this uh, on this show. We talk a lot about getting into the film industry. I have to tell you, I took an actress with me um, to one of my panels about two years ago. I'm not allowed to say the actress's name, but I will tell you, she's in the new Star Wars film, and she actually got discovered at Phoenix Comic Con. I bumped into a director. He took her from me. And she's wow. in the new Star Wars, and that was at your that was at your Comic Con, and she's in the new Star Wars now. Um, I actually worked on the Han Solo origin. She's in the the other one, uh, the, wow. the the main one, and uh, she got picked up by a producer at Phoenix Comic Con. He contacted me, asked for her info because he'd gone in, and she was one of my models, and he took her, and that happened at Phoenix Comic Con. Wow! So we can promote that now. You can. You, <laughs> you, you can. can you can tell at people Phoenix have Comic Con. It happened. Yep, yep. it does. Well, it, it really does. I've had people. I've worked with people. I met at your Comic Cons. Um, on the new Guardians, uh, one of the producers we picked up was at your Comic Con. The mm-hmm. actress that is in the new Star Wars, like I said, she got picked up there. And then I'm working on the new Star Wars um, and looking for people. And one of the places I look every year for new writers, new producers, and new ideas is is Phoenix Comic Con. Absolutely. There's so much talent. There's so much talent in Phoenix. There's so much talent with our attendees. We have a... We have a film festival every year and submissions for the film. Some of them are just amazing. You know, some of the films get picked up by some of the other film festivals around the country, and we have some award-winning films that come out every year. Um, we have, you know, costumers and makeup artists and, um, you know, other sort of backstage set people who create some of the most amazing and surreal things you've ever seen. And there's just so much talent. There's so much talent everywhere you look. Uh, it does not surprise me at all, actually, that um, that that people from Phoenix Comic Con have been picked up nationally because there's there's it's just a talented group of people. 
It really is. And I liked it last year. I actually, when I first started, I was working with uh, Christopher Lloyd and he was at your con last year. So was I. And I bumped into him yeah. and talked to him and he said it was the best con he'd ever been to. So it's it's really interesting to hear from the executives and from the actors and from the people. There's also the vibe, yes, I'm quoting him, so y'all can tweet him and tell him I told on him, but he said it was the best con he ever went to. <laughs> and so even for the actors, um, it, it's a great place to be. I think it's yeah, just a can, great atmosphere. Can we get him to say that on camera? Um, I can ask him. <laughs> I, I, can, I can ask him. I don't know if he will. That may put a crap in his style, but you can tweet him and ask him and tell him I quoted him. Um, I would absolutely love to put that in a video. Come to Phoenix Comic Con. Christopher Lloyd says Lloyd it's the says best it's con the ever. Best. <laughs> I like that. I mean, can, can you get a better recommendation from a better geek than Christopher Lloyd to say Com- Phoenix Comic Con is the best? That's the best. No. I, I actually cannot think of anyone. Uh, right? I, I don't know. Maybe you can get Doctor Who. No, Chris Chris still beats him. Chris is, uh, he's been doing this longer. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty much universally loved. So, yeah, there you go. Do you know he has <laughs> crippling stage fright? He actually really? has crippling stage fright when he was on uh, Stacked. He's great. Um, he was on Stacked, and my grandmother had no idea who Pamela Anderson was. Pamela Anderson and Chris Lloyd were doing this show together. And my grandmother walked over to Pam and asked her to take a picture of her and Chris because grandma, then my grandmother looked at Pam and said, you're very pretty. My granddaughter's a producer. Maybe she could put you in a movie. I was very sure I was getting fired. Um, But it was, but he, he would come out and he'd get kind of swamped by the audience because it was uh, a sitcom and he'd come out a little bit and talk to the audience. But as soon as they moved up on him, he'd, he'd kind of get a little nervous. And I didn't see that at all with him at your con. He was really comfortable talking to people. You guys had him in a great place. It was incredible to see him that relaxed in that kind of environment. So he's going to kill me for telling the story. <laughs> I mean, so is. much You're, you're giving him. away all the secrets. I know, I'm going to get in trouble, but yeah, it was, he really enjoyed it. Well, that's, oh, well, I'm glad to hear it. I mean, we obviously love to take care of the people who come out, um, you know, and are always grateful for those who agree to come and, and put in an appearance at the show. Um, you know, we try to make sure that everybody has a great time from the guests to the attendees to the artists and creators, everybody. But to hear that, you know, to hear that somebody had that much fun and was that comfortable with it, that just, that means we're doing our job well, and I really appreciate that. I And I definitely can say yours is yours is the con, and this is from an entertainment perspective. Everyone I've talked to is really comfortable, and it's the only one I've ever heard of that people are getting picked up for movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't hear about that. But it is. You discover you, you guys, your inner geek and get discovered at the same time. I like that. That's that's the new tagline for, uh, for this show. Discover your inner right. geek and get discovered. Um, but some of the girls you have are beautiful. I've seen the cosplay girls out there. Oh yeah. Some of them are just amazing. Actually, we have, we have a staff member who's a cosplayer and she's just fantastic. Um, you know, they, they create new costumes every year. They create new themes every year. And she actually does a Harley Quinn, but she also does Batgirl and Ariel and so many other ones. Um, they're doing, there's a whole team that's doing a unique crossover this year. They're doing crossover cosplay, between Marvel's Avengers and Alice in Wonderland. I don't even know how you'd pull that off. That takes a hell of a lot of creativity. 
It really is. It's one of the most creative things I've ever seen. They're doing, they're hosting a panel and they're doing, they're going to, you know, do a little public appearance kind of thing. But I've got a sneak preview of some of the costumes and they're pretty incredible. If you can, you know, imagine Roald Dahl's take on Marvel's Avengers. And that's. No, I know what panel I'm going to. (laughs) I know what panel I'm going to. And I always appreciate, I know when I go to Comic-Con, some of my listeners come over and chat with me and uh, say hello. So I look forward to seeing all of you and I'm holding all of you to going. Go to Phoenix Comic-Con if you get a chance. You'll have a really great time. Um, We have about four minutes to close. I know we got caught up talking about a bunch of things, but you have an amazing group of celebrities. You have comic writers. I mean, you have everything this year. We do. We, I, we're, I'm, really, I'm really excited about this year. I think, honestly, I think it's the best lineup that we've ever had. I think it's the best um, all around with authors and comic guests and comic creators. And um, we have more exhibitors this year. We've added 24,000 square feet. We have uh, about 2,200 hours of tabletop games planned. We have um, console games, video games, old arcade games. If you're into um, the nostalgia, we, we just, there's something for everybody. And there's so much of it this year that I'm just, I'm super excited. And, you know, hopefully that everybody will have as great a time as we, as we want them to. We're just, we're really excited to get it going and get it off the ground. And I think it's going to be an amazing year. I'm glad you're going to be there. You can tell everybody how fantastic it is afterwards. I, I do every year. I always have a great year. I always have a great time there, but I have to say you had me at Dick Van Dyke. I love right. Chris. I love the guys you've had. I love John Barrowman. He's down here in Palm Springs too. So, you know, I, I know some of these guys and I do I do a lot of the cons and I'm going to get in trouble for saying I really do love doing Phoenix and <laughs> it's, I, you know, San Diego's fun. <laughs> there are some, some of, they're, they're, they're great, but Phoenix really is kind of one of my favorites because I'm not allowed to say my favorite because that'll get me in trouble, but it is. Um, <laughs> it is my favorite to go to and I know it is for a lot of a lot of the other people in the industry as well. And you have Dick Van Dyke. Yes. There's nothing else to say. You have Dick Van Dyke. Um, right. That's, so all, you're on that's f- all we need to say. Phoenix Comic Con. Yes. We have Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> yes. Phoenix Comic Con. Dick Van Dyke. That was the entire show. That's all we needed to say. Everything else was pointless. Right. Um, <laughs> but he will only be there for one day. So there are plenty of other reasons to go the other days. Uh, they, okay. Absolutely, thank you, <laughs> three other days of things, but then and right. then Saturday is Dick Van Dyke. You mentioned it was a limited engagement, so it yeah, is. I, I like that. Paul Paul has to be pragmatic, and I'm stuck on Dick Van Dyke. Uh, <laughs> so we can find you online, everyone. Go to phoenixcomiccon.com. Figure, have a look at the autographs, tickets, photo ops, prizes. It's a great, it's a great, great place to go. You guys are on Facebook, right? We are on Facebook at phoenixcomiccon.com or at phoenixcomiccon. We're also on Instagram on the same same handle, phoenixcomiccon, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So go check them out. I promise you, you will not regret it. Kristen, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Summer. It was a pleasure being here. I'm so glad that we got to, to chat, and I look forward to seeing you in May. I look forward to seeing you in May, and I think we're going to try and do a live show from the con, so we'll see how that goes. Um, Guys, I'm Summer Helene. We're on with Paul Michael Bolin. And a special thanks to Kristen Rowan and the group from Phoenix Comic Con, Phoenix Comic Con itself. 
guys, check it out when you get a chance. It's a huge part really is a huge part of film culture. It's a huge part of pop culture and it's a really big part of, of American culture and now global culture. Phoenix Comic Con really is my favorite. Go check it out. I'm Summer Helene. This was Behind the Scenes. We'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.